I have very vivid, intense dreams, and I think a lot of people do. And uh, we've been uh, wanting to have a conversation about this topic of the meaning of dreams and how they factor into your life and or maybe not for a very, very long time. And so we're very pleased to welcome to our conversation in studio right now, Serge Pringle. And uh, welcome. Nice to have you here. Very nice to be here, Larry and Keith and Cynthia. So now, how... What what measure are dreams of what we're really feeling? I think dreams are a wonderful, wonderful shortcut to getting to a place in us uh, where we have access to um, um, resources and uh, a sense of self that far vastly expands on the sense of self that we have when we're awake and logical. Okay, and so do do dreams reflect our? Because I hear, I hear so many different different theories that dreams reflect where we are in our lives, what our subconscious is saying, what our fears are, what our hopes are. Are all of those true? None of them true? Any one of them true? Uh, I would expect maybe the, the both. You know, all of the above. Yeah. Um, there is um, a theory that dreams are. What happens at night, the processing, if you want, like a computer that would bring out everything that has happened during the day or recent past and flush it out and classify it. So according to that theory, dreams are a very strong reflection of where we are. There are other theories, including some neuroscience research, that says that dreams are essentially random and meaningless. And I think the beauty of it and the, the part that I want to make is that we don't really need any of these theory or the uh, meaning of dreams to be important by itself for the dreams to be a great source of meaning to us. Because what happens is even if the dreams are totally meaningless, what happens is of all the dreams that we have, and we have a lot, we remember few. And those that we remember and those that intrigue us um, what has happened is a process by which we remember them and they intrigue us is a selection process where our mind tells us that we're working on something that's important. So in that sense, it doesn't really matter whether the images we see are triggered you know, by some kind of pre-processing of what's important, but the simple fact that we remember a dream is going to be, oh, wow, this is something that I need to work on and I have, in a way, started working on by being intrigued about it. And so the processing has started inside. And, uh, you know, my role when I work with people is to amplify on it and go farther into, uh, you know, this kind of processing that has already started. And so when people have um, recurring dreams, it means that they're, they're in the long-term process of, understanding or processing something that that's happening to them yeah so you know the recurring dreams again by itself if you take a certain theory the simple fact of the recurring dream is the mind is already processing it in the dream stage but uh if you take it at the level where the person is remembering recurring dreams uh, the fact that it strikes you that you notice it that it keeps happening is the part where it tells you there's something happening at that level so, um, you know, it may not be the dreaming mind that is doing it in that sense, but your whole mind at some level 
is kind of trying to figure out to make sense out of something in that area. Very, very interesting indeed. We'd love to kind of cover some of the basics mm-hmm. uh, that a lot of people seem to experience and see what, what which myths are true and which ones aren't, for mm-hmm. example. Like, um, I've, I've read that you will never dream... You'll never in your in your dreams see yourself die to completion. Is that mm. true? You know, it's it's I I have not encountered it, so it's always hard to answer a question about you will never, because it's enough for one person but it's to not have common. seen themselves. It's not common. It's not common. It's common. But in a way, um, you know, what's really interesting about the world of dreams is, and the part that I am fascinated about, is not so much the idea that dreams are a language. We say the same thing that um, if you're trying to understand Spanish, you're trying to literally translate what the Spanish words and the Spanish sentence structure is going to be in English. But dreams are a different world. So the part that's really intriguing and really very fruitful is not so much to say this dreams means that or right. people have this kind of dream or that, but is actually to use the dream that you remember as a gateway into a world of the imagination and a very personal exploration of it, not something where you say, oh, this symbol means that, okay. and I'm trying to literally decode it or oh, translate okay. it. All right, so then let me ask you this. I'm going to ask you about some of my own dreams. Then. Go ahead. I, I uh, find that I dream a lot about my family, and I've been estranged from my family for about 10 years now. Mm-hmm. I haven't had any contact with any of them for the most part, um, and yet they appear in my dreams in a lot of different ways, on a fairly regular basis. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I, I feel in my conscious life that I've kind of that I've processed what all of our my my uh, relationships are with them and the decisions I've made based on what I need to do needed to do. Um, why would that continue to come up then? If my if my conscious life says I have resolved very cleanly and I think healthily to do certain things to make myself happy, mm-hmm. why would they keep coming back? So I could, I mean, in a way, there's a couple of different ways I could answer the question. Okay. One is answer it directly and try and give you answers. Okay. And that would probably be the weaker and less useful and less creative part. Okay. Another way would be um, to invite you to travel into the dream and in a way explore that in order to find answers. Okay. And uh, I want to give you an example of what it is if you go to, um, you know, mythological processes or uh, in the Odyssey, uh-huh. you have a part where Ulysses goes down into um, uh, the uh, Hades and uh, is able to see the ghost of his father as well as other ghosts and talk to them and interact with them. And this is a very profound experience. Okay. Um, so... If you take it as a dream and the, the, the work that we can do about the dream as an opportunity to explore and interact some things that are meaningful to you, then it's possible to go beyond the surface meaning of it. Okay. So, um, I mean, is that something that you would want? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Let's do it. Great. I'm open. Great. This is part of the Active Pause podcast. To see more and subscribe to the newsletter, go to activepause.com.